Talking Music on KVNF. I'm Taya J. I'm joined today by Bonnie, Joy, Eve, and Emma of the Colorado-based band Big Richard. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. To start off, I would love it if each of you will just introduce yourselves and say what you play. I'm Joy. I play cello. I'm Emma, and I play the bass. I'm Eve. I play fiddle. I am Bonnie. I play mandolin. You each have really distinct backgrounds. You each are very qualified and accomplished in your own right. And then you kind of came together in this powerhouse of a quartet. What about this dynamic is working right now? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we bring a lot of snacks. Excellent. Is someone in particular in charge of the snacks? Snack queen. Bonnie. I love Bonnie's. it. I'm snack queen too in my social group, so... Kindred spirit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Food what, is important. What's your go-to snack? I brought homemade banana bread and brownie bites on this trip, but then lots of chips and crackers and all things veggie, mm-hmm. chopped up veggies. You also brought a whole thing of pimento cheese, which but, I've uh, eaten at least half of. It's and a whole cooler full of, like, bubbly waters. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Sparkle Amazing. water. Heck yeah. 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 <laughs> Sweet, salty, fresh, crunchy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Gar- tomatoes from your garden yeah, oh. yeah. that's nice too homegrown tomatoes that's my go-to snack amazing next time you got to bring bring snacks to the interview oh yeah sorry <laughs> we'll come hang out in our van after this it's nice mouth it's noises. not scary at all <laughs> not scary at all <laughs> <laughs> what else what else do you think works snacks the music works <laughs> really well mm-hmm. better um, than other places and times playing music yeah. I don't. Sorry, go for it. I don't know if it's like, I don't know. Every every situation is super different, and it's all, it's hard to compare things that are different from each other. But it's like a very special thing that we have musically, and that is just, it is special. Yeah, I think everyone does bring a really unique background, but it like it all works together really well as a group. We all like. I think bring our own flavor, but then appreciate what everyone else has and want to like help everyone shine. You know, no one's here to yeah. um, try to like take the spotlight or I don't know yeah. with an agenda or like trying to do their own thing too much. We just have our diet. Dy- yeah. We were having a van conversation about how, uh, you know, sometimes with a band, you have to grow the person's ability to be on stage because that's a crazy thing to do just to be on stage and play in front of people and maintain yourself. And all four of us are like, I guess I would say veterans on the stage. We've all Mm -hmm. really been around the block and played all over the country, in some cases all over the world. So it's nice to come together with a quartet where we've all already figured ourselves out on Mm -hmm. stage Mm -hmm. and can rely on each other in that way and just Mm -hmm. have a lot of trust and confidence in everyone's ability to portray themselves and the group together collectively in front of a lot of people or not that many people depends (laughs) and we all have like really distinctly different vocal styles and vocal like technique and approaches but then it also really works together like the the variety of flavors is I think good for the audience but then they also like we can even though we're coming with different vocal styles it we have a really good blend so do you have an example of that Bonnie I'm really curious how that manifests you mean like just like how someone brings a certain flavor and someone else brings something else and then it works. Sure, like I'm, yeah, like uh, I would say like Joy brings a lot of like old time bangers and has yelly, screamy kind of music. But also like really <laughs> nice like falsetto and like I feel like you have like, 
I feel like even though we all have different vocal styles, we all have like really good forward placement. So we just have like, you know, different colors in our tones, but then the colors are very complimentary. Yeah. Emma's got this really sultry swing sound. Your your voice makes me think of jazz always. Mm -hmm. And uh, Bonnie's just a powerhouse down there. And like, Eve's got this really sweetness, sweet sweetness is what I was trying to say. Sweet sweetness. Sweet sweetness. Sweet, sweet. That <laughs> actually makes me think of like old school, old time recordings, like the Casoy sisters and people like that. Mm. Eve's mm. got that sound, which is nice. I appreciate it. <laughs> I think she's turning red a little. No, no, I was like, Eve could, you, Eve, could you sing for us a little? Yeah. Would you make Mic check, microphone check. I think it's my time to shut up. Now. Eve, Eve is the person, I guess, stage banter wise. There's sort of a lot between Bonnie and myself. We kind of interrupt each other. It's probably annoying to listen to most of the time. And Emma's got a lot of very dry one-liners. And then Eve doesn't say anything on stage. But that's not true. She says things to me, and then I say them in the microphone. But we've been talking about <laughs> making a, a line of merch that's just like, shut up, Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I just get nervous. <laughs> but you make good jokes. I'm like, I'm going to say these jokes to Bonnie, and then she can decide the good ones. <laughs> that's exactly what I do. You're I like say, the ghostwriter. <laughs> she is. She's my ghostwriter. <laughs> I love that. Speaking of stage banter, I've always wondered, do you go on with like a set idea of what Mm -hmm. it is you want to talk about? You just go and fly Oh my God. Definitely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) We definitely have like kind of things that we say at multiple shows just because they're kind of the things that stick. Yeah. And they kind of, you know. And you know people will respond to them. And they're like related to the songs we do. So it just makes sense. I always, I always refer to Billie Eilish as an old time musician. This is like traditional and. Emma sings a Britney Spears song. She's always like, this is traditional music. (laughs) (laughs) Old, old traditional music. How many bars into the song do you have to get before someone's like, "Mm." Like the second line. Yeah. (laughs) People start cheering immediately. They're like, oh my God, it's Britney Spears. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, ladies, with all of this in mind, let's go ahead and take a listen to something. What should we hear first? Uh, Well, we have three singles out there. Do you want to say Black is Crow? Yeah. Yeah, let's start with Black is Crow. Oh. 
If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Talking Music on KVNF. We just heard Blackest Crow from Big Richard. The ladies are joining me today in the studio. Tell me a little bit about this song. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Blackest Crow is a, an old-time traditional song that uh, I learned from Bruce Molsky and Brittany Haas. And I didn't learn it from them directly. I learned it from their Spotify's. Um, well, and like through friends and stuff, but it's always just been a really pretty song that I like to sing. And during COVID, I, uh, arranged the picking guitar part for it. And I've always wanted to play it with strings. And, um, so when we started Big Richard, it was like a no brainer that we had to do that one. And it's just a really, uh, sweet, sad song about a bird. I'll say it's a song I've heard a lot of people play. It's a common one. Um, and people usually play it in this sort of straight-toned, old-time Appalachian style. And Emma brings this like really sensitive warmth to it. And it's a really devastatingly sad song. Mm-hmm. And I love the way you sing it. I think mm-hmm. it's brought to life in a new way. It's fresh. Fresh again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The freshest crow. <laughs> the freshest, blackest crow. <laughs> I'm glad you bring that up, though, because I am curious about this idea of sort of reinventing what's already been done, right? And, like, mm-hmm. do, yeah. first off, I guess, do you ladies consider yourself bluegrass musicians? I think the heart of it is rooted in bluegrass. That's about all I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it's definitely, like, an offshoot, and like, a, a modern adaptation of the bluegrass things that we've learned, but then pulling on lots of our other... We all play other kinds of music, too, so it's impossible kind of to... We're not a traditional bluegrass band. Obviously, we're playing Britney Spears and Billie Eilish, so that would make <laughs> Bill Monroe turn over in his grave. But we like that. We do it our way. Yeah, we yeah. we like that. We want him to <laughs> spin, old man, spin. Get some exercise. <laughs> I think we're probably more of an old time band, like in general. Like we play yeah. mostly a lot of old time music, with sprinkles of bluegrass and pop, and um, you know, 
all of our own flavors we kind of add in there, but I think most of what we play is kind of old-timey. And for anyone who doesn't know, uh, old-time Southern <laughs> Appalachian music. <laughs> all right, Dr. Joy. Yeah, here we go. Dr. Joy. <laughs> Everyone take notes. Oh, that's right. You better have good notes. There will be a quiz at the end of today's class. Um, no, uh, old-time music is what came before bluegrass, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a mix of European melodies with African-based rhythms from the banjo, and it's got this kind of grit and drive to it mm-hmm. and um, a really distinct uh, three-over-four rhythmic pattern, if that makes sense to anyone listening. Um, the bluegrass world that came out of that is more clean cut and refined. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of standardization that happened because bluegrass came after the uh, invention of recordings and radio. Old time music existed before that. So there were these deep oral traditions going back hundreds of years of old time music. And a lot of those still exist and have been preserved um, town by town in the Southeast, which is really cool. And I think in a state like Colorado where you hear a lot of bluegrass and a lot of jam grass which is an evolution from mm-hmm. bluegrass it's really refreshing to hear some old time music uh because it's it's less solo based and more of a collective ragey kind of groove with a lot of soul in it mm. we love it mm-hmm. i think it influences even our pop covers too totally. yeah for sure yeah yeah nicely put I love the context. Thank you for that, yeah. Joy. So what would you say is the modern adaptation? Like if you had to synthesize what Big Richard does to sort of old time or bluegrass music, what would that what would that synthesized word or sentence be? Well, we <laughs> one of my one of my favorite arrangements we've we've done is of an old song called "The Wind and the Rain," mm-hmm. and it's a murder ballad. There's a lot of murder ballads which usually chronicle the story of some woman getting brutally torn apart. And this particular song is like a uh, sister who murders another sister. And then there's a fiddler who comes out of the woods and finds the dead body floating in the river. And he turns the dead body into a fiddle. And it's gruesome. It's like really gnarly. And so um, when we were putting it together as a band, man, it just gets really, there's a, it, I just get tired of, of singing about the the gruesomeness sometimes so we decided to um overlap all of the most gruesome verses in a canon so they come together in a very overwhelming way and you kind of don't hear the details as it happens but you Mm. do at the same time they pop out Mm -hmm. and so um and then we come together on a a really critical line in the song (laughs) Um, but i thought that was a cool way to deal with the violence in the song while still preserving what was already there Mm and uh, taking her own spin on it. Like all of us have grown up playing uh, traditional music, whether it be bluegrass, old time folk, they all kind of branch out of each other. Um, And I think because we all have such strong roots in that, all of us on our own have explored what it looks like to kind of grow out of that and kind of take our knowledge from that and apply it elsewhere. And so all coming together with that base knowledge and experience in those genres makes it really fun to, like, play with, you know, the way that we like to, like, all of us have very different vocal stylings, and it's, like, adding those vocal stylings to old-time 
songs or tunes is like you know it's a unique thing that happens yeah and I think um me and Joy at least come from a classical background as well and Mm. it's it's really fun like I love doing ragey old time like bluegrass um but then within some of those songs being able to like kind of bring in some of those elements from the class like it feels like playing chamber music yeah sometimes yeah um and I just really I don't know I really appreciate being able to do that yeah. And like it feels like it feels like it yeah throws a little bit of a twist on on some of this stuff yeah I love that and I'm glad yeah. you mentioned the classical backgrounds because I'm just always curious about how that gets synthesized mm. into what you're doing currently and how it kind of yeah informs the music that you make mm-hmm. ladies on a personal note what's something that has each of you or you as a musical group kind of like fired up and raging or passionate about right now I feel like in the beginning too, we also got like a fair amount of pushback from folks in our scene about just like appropriateness <laughs> and mm-hmm. dignity and not having that as part of our uh, marketing <laughs> bend, if you will. And like some people even going as far as like, oh, you're going to have to change your name because uh, you're, you're getting some good shows and you're not going <laughs> to like that, are they? <laughs> so I really appreciate uh, getting to have success being ourselves and making those people eat blackest crow, if you will. <laughs> And um, it's wildly satisfying. No, seriously, it's, like, radically satisfying. As a kid who, like, grew up in a very conservative Central Texas bluegrass scene, to come back to bluegrass in this way with these people is, like, the only way I could see myself doing it. I've been super fired up by the amount of, um, well, first of all, just the whole community that's come up around this band. Uh, One of my old professors used to tell me that every artist has their fans and they deserve each other which is a total double-edged sword comment (laughs) Um, but we have the most amazing collection of of folks lifting us up and pouring fuel on the fire Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, but in particular uh, the women and like young girls who um, seem to be stoked and fired up that just means everything to me there's a representation we talk about this all the time representation in everything matters so much so i think to have four women who are very solid musicians and really excited and passionate and you know we're a little crass and crude which is not how i was raised (laughs) and it feels really good to break out of that and just show people that um, women are multi-dimensional and multifaceted, and we can mm-hmm. be anything and anyone, and we're going to do that, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And uh, it's cool to see that it's inspiring to other women. That means everything. I think in line with that, like, having, you know, from the beginning of our band, having the pushback there, and then being where we're at now, at, like, the end of the summer, but also, like all of us have really like worked really hard in this industry for Mm -hmm. a really long time yeah and we've all like you know we've scrapped and played like a ton of shows and not been paid enough ever you know (laughs) or not or not been paid yeah (laughs) and um it's just really and I was saying this last night like we had a delicious dinner at our gig and I was like man I love the perks of being a professional musician and I was like wait I guess I like, it's not always been that way. So it's really cool to, like, be in a place now where, you know, we're at a hot, like, a higher level. And we've spent so much time, like, working to get here. And now it's, like, happening in this kind of, in this group is, like, really cool to see and really 
special to be a part of. That's definitely something that I feel like people forget sometimes. They're like, oh, this is happening so fast for you guys. And all of us are like, actually, we've all been doing this for like at least 10 years each individually and maybe more. So it's like yeah. the idea that anything happens fast in this industry is a, a warped perception. I don't think that anyone gets to the next level without putting in the time yeah. on the previous level. And we've done that. And that's why we're here. And like, that's something that is worth saying, I think. Yeah, yep. yeah definitely. Ladies, I want to be conscious of your time. What do you hope that the listener experiences when they hear your music or when they watch you perform? Mm. <laughs> Everything. I yeah. hope they're a little angry at something. Totally. I think it's good to feel angry sometimes. Yeah. I hope we make them question what they think about who women can be and mm-hmm. what women are on stage because we definitely talk about that too of just like we're a band that embraces the spectrum of gender and we believe in masculine and feminine energy for every human being that exists. And so tap into both sides of yourself and Mm -hmm. we like to do that on stage in a way that's like (laughs) hopefully funny but also like fun and relatable you know and we encourage the audience to do that too ladies thank you so much for joining me today it's been a real pleasure thank you thank you thanks yeah you're a joy to have